0: Hello, my name is Anoa Changa.
1: The Way.
0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the October 4th, 2016 edition of the Way of Genoa. This is pretty wild because it's October, so this means I've been doing this for about five or six months now, and you have been here with me, so thank you. Excuse me, sorry. It's Taco Tuesday. Just finished eating tacos with the kids. Well, I had a quesadilla. They had tacos. But um, Taco Tuesday, uh, (laughs) and it's National Taco Day. Pretty wild. Um, But as I was saying, you know, thank you so much for all of you all who participate, share, like, subscribe, and engage. Um, Shout out to the new patrons. Um, You know, thank you, everyone, who just makes The Way of Noah a possible endeavor. Folks who send me links, you know engaging on Twitter, emails, et cetera. You guys rock, right? Where would I be without you? Um, Just be aware, you know, courtesy of the Benjamin Dixon Show, I stream on Ben's channel on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., but we also also stream live on The Way with Fanoa on YouTube as well. I have my own YouTube channel, and we are working on building that channel out, so um, you're more than welcome to migrate over there and hop in the chat room. Um, And at some point down the line, uh, we will be... Solely on our YouTube channel in there, except for obviously when I would come over and host for Ben. So just keep, I'll definitely make sure everyone has you know a clear heads up for when that's going to happen. But you know the chat room over there is, is jumping too, so I'm um, definitely you know go on over and, and just take a gander. I just feel like you know Tuesday I come back from the weekend, it's just so much going on. So, um just going to, you know, make sure we jump, Just, I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, oh, yeah, but make sure you like the videos, you know what I'm saying? If you watch them, like the videos, share them, tweet them out, share them on Facebook. Definitely subscribe if you have not already subscribed to The Way With Fanoa. I know some of you are subscribed to my actual personal YouTube channel. I have my own YouTube channel that just has some random videos on there, but I actually have a YouTube channel for the show, The Way With Fanoa, um, so please definitely go over there, show some love, and share um, help me grow, right? Because I mean, we, we we and we continue to see that um, as this as this election cycle drags on, um, we continue to see the need for independent progressive voices. And I am committed to building out and providing you with, you know, needed information, pertinent information, critical analysis, and you know, a little little fun here and there. I'm um, speaking of fun. Luke Cage came out this weekend. Well, it actually came out, dropped on Friday on Netflix. Netflix apparently crashed. Um, I tried to watch it on Saturday, and Netflix had a little glitch then, too. So I'm not done, so no spoilers, please. I saw enough on Twitter already, and I, I've stayed away from articles. I'm only on episode, I think I fell asleep for watching episode nine last night. But, um, you know, if you are into comics, you know what I'm saying, definitely check it out. It's really good. Um, great lineup of actors. Uh, if you're familiar with, um, you know, The Good Wife, brother who played uh, Lamont Bishop is starring as Luke Cage, um, and the main, char- well, not the main character, but one of the characters, Shades, is actually because I'm awful with names tonight. I can't remember any of these actors' names, but I love them all. The um, only actors' name I can remember is Alfred Woodard and Rosaria Dawson because, like, you know, they the, the names stand out, but um luke cage excellent you know he's a superhero he's well my daughter and i were talking about this he's 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 a hero but he's not a superhero in a traditional sense he's a superhero more how we think of like he's not a merc for hire he's not necessarily an anti-hero like deadpool but he's not like captain america he's his own guy right and um I think they are going to get into, like, the Heroes for Hire stuff. So so it's, it's very exciting. You know, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, also on Netflix. Um, Punisher apparently is coming down the pipeline, and they are, um, you know, already starting to film for that. So you might get a more detailed conversation, because I did get a text from Ben, like, did you finish watching? It's like, I'm still, I'm, I'm working my third way through. I got four and a half episodes left to go up. Been busy, been a busy weekend but um so just switching a little bit over like i said it was national taco day um and my daughter ran in to pick up the food you know it's tuesday night and and i i rush home to 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 get them squared away and then to be here with you for an hour and um have a crazy commute coming back from my job um but you know ordinarily i don't get to cook on tuesdays so this is my excuse to order some food it's taco tuesday national taco day so we stopped at this really awesome taqueria by our house and um, Nayla ran in, you know, to get the food and stuff like that. So she comes out and she hops in the car and she goes, you know, I had to double check with the girl to make sure this ain't one of them establishments that steals people's tips. And I was just like, that's such an odd thing for, for a kid to say, but, you know, she pays attention to the world around her and we really need to take the time. We, we should not shelter our kids from real life. I mean, a lot of times as parents, as aunts and uncles, we don't necessarily keep it real, so to speak, with, with, with kids and let them know how things work. But for her to even think that, okay, I know to leave a tip. Once she knows we tip. You know, we make sure we try to tip well. And this is not something I always did, but my sister and I, my sister has been in, in service, in the service industry. So we talked a lot about people who, when you tip, even when you're doing a carryout, um, because it's still tip servers, it's still tip people who are doing those jobs and stuff. So, so it's like, you know, you tip, it's like a little, a little amount, not like you tip, like, real huge or anything, but um, so she knew to leave a tip or whatever when she was picking up the food, but she was just like, she. so she asked the woman, she was like, um, do they steal your tips if I leave it for you on the credit card? And the girl just looked at her and was like, no, 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 we get our tips, it's okay. So that was just, I mean, there have been some cases like that in the past few years where people do steal the tips from, um, you know, there are issues with tip sharing, we're forcing, you know, servers to share their tips with the other staff, as well as, um, and this is totally, but it's just, it just anecdotal, and I just... My daughter just walked through the living room and made me think about it. Um, But anyway, turning to some news. I wanted to talk a little bit just about a couple news stories and um, a couple of kind of activism, you know, roundup action alerts I've seen popping up over the weekend. Um, So one of the things that I saw internationally was, I'll start there and work my way back back local, um, in Poland. So yesterday in Poland, Monday, Monday in Poland, um, there were there was there were thousands of women that gathered to to boycott a a, plan, a proposed uh, abortion ban. There's a proposed law in Poland that would um, ban all abortions. Period. No abortions at all for any reason. No incest. No rape. No life endangered to mother. Nothing. Um, and 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 this was it was was a blackout day of strike and, and, and this is this is this is interesting as we look at you know we look at you know this is this is actually an issue to an extent when we look at the rise of the, the religious right here in the United States um, I think that there is a, as a Roman Catholic population in Poland and and there is an impetus you know a religious impetus behind you know the passage of this law Um but it's it hasn't passed. It's it's but it's pending. But it's but looking at what's happening globally and changes like this, and then we look at what's happening locally. Tonight we have the vice presidential campaign coming up, and we have two candidates. One who is holds a similarly absolute view, openly, personally, whatever. Um, and then we also have you know Tim Kaine on the other side, who personally has the view that he has. But he alleges that, uh, you know, he, he, he stands to the Democratic line in terms of um, pro-choice and the Hyde Amendment, things of that nature. So I thought this case was interesting because I, I, I like to look at examples of activism, excuse me, and organizing citizen lobbying, for lack of a better term, too, across, across the globe. Because it can also help us inform how we engage and do our actions and activity here. Um, so, yeah, you see, keep your rosaries off my ovaries. Um, it's pretty interesting that, that, I mean, and this would make it illegal. So not only make it, but it's a criminal act. So if a woman gets an abortion, she's, she'd be criminalized. She'd face criminal charges. If a doctor performed an pr- abortion, they would face criminal charges. And it's not even like some of the accounts I read, some of the quotes I read from women, it's just like, you know, it's not even like I'm a diehard feminist. or I think for most of us, you don't have to be a diehard fill in the blank it's just about making sure that if you have the access and rights to do what needs to be done if and when you need to make that choice and that's for me what pro-choice is right like i'm able if i need to make this choice the option is there now are all options and and, you know absolute i mean there's a lot of debate in in scholarly literature and other arguments and scientific arguments out there about where you put the marker at when you you prohibit abortions at one point but an absolute total bar is not okay I mean it's just not okay so that was just something that I saw um, in the news that isn't really being talked that much about I think you know stateside but it's I think I think it's really interesting um Poland is not necessarily some place that really I really, you know, have paid attention to what's going on there. But I thought this was an interesting case to see, you know, um, this type of complete ban. So also, I forgot to mention, I do want to hear from you guys tonight. You know, you don't have to just listen to me babble. We have this debate and stuff going on. I will be live tweeting. Um, But I'm only on until like 855, 858. So if you want to call in, call in. Um, and I'm just here chopping it up. So I want to chop it up with you next week. The next two weeks I will have, um, I'll go back to a rotation of guests. I think I should have guests for the next two or three weeks out. So, um, I'll definitely get that schedule up because I can't remember who I booked. (laughs) You know, I do a lot. I do it all. So, you know, um, but I try to make sure that I'm here present in mind to, to chop it up and discuss with you. The, the, the kind of like bringing it back now to um, some local stuff, here in Atlanta, there have been two things that were that, that have been going on. Um, one, we have Black Lives Matter Atlanta and Black Lives Matter, well, it's not just Atlanta, but here in the South. Black Lives Matter in Atlanta and Black Lives Matter Birmingham. If you, if you know anything about Atlanta and our Black Lives Matter drama, you know that we have two, two, two organizations called Black Lives Matter. Um, here in Atlanta, only one is actually affiliated with the national umbrella of organizations that we've come to, to call the group. Now it doesn't, shouldn't really matter about what group, but there is, there has been some issues and stuff, but that's a whole nother story. But, you know, the chapters, the Atlanta chapter and the Birmingham chapter of the national, they, um, came together and they actually went over to Charlotte. Oh, we have some, I believe we have a caller calling in, um, but they they, they they went up to Charlotte last week, and then we've also had our, our Atlanta chapter hour. Yeah. caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And what's on your mind? Oh, hi.
1: Hello. Uh. uh sorry. Um. No, you're my fine. name is Paguchi, and I'm from Green Virginia. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thank you. And, <laughs> um. Well, I guess this is sort of like a throwback.
0: Okay, go ahead, shoot.
1: Okay, so yeah, it was about what President Obama said in response to um, Colin Kaepernick and, well, Ben's response okay. and mm-hmm. how, and a question of blackness. And, I guess for me, it's like a relationship to me because I, I guess I'm not, so I'm a first generation Nigerian American, both my parents are from Nigeria and I spent like a question of like, I've, I, I lived in mostly white communities and I guess like for me in terms of black and blackness I've it's always been a hard thing for me to come mm-hmm. to grips with even after like I just I still haven't really got the thing about that And it's like in this entire like past couple of years past few years it's always been really hard because I'm like okay what does that mean what okay yeah and I guess in like terms of What's going on now, it's like a huge thing because I I just get really annoyed by like how like, oh, because you're black, it means this or this, you know, that like that weird, like that category that's always put in for African Americans, like everything, like have to be, have to act. And like, I,
0: I don't know, how do you deal with it? So if if I understand what you're saying, what you're what, what the gist, you know, especially with the different co- cross cultural experiences, right? You're asking about like that 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 kind of like this is the realm of what blackness is in America and how do we fit in it? Is that yeah. kind of or am I off? I'm, no, no, that's it. Okay, okay, um, okay, awesome. And I do want to say like like I I do want to say like so growing up with an African name, right? You know you kind of get, and I'm not going to say that my experience is the same as if you're first generation from someplace else, but at the same time, I do understand to an extent what it is to kind of be treated as if you are that other, Um, you know, because you're not necessarily black like everybody else on the block type of thing. Um, But how do I deal with it? I think that Part of it has been, I've been very blessed to have the parents that I have and have the community. It was not always, I mean, you know, I remember I was on a thread with someone before, we were all having this conversation about how it, how difficult it was. And as someone who was first generation, I think she might've been Nigerian too. Um, First generation, Nigerian was just talking about how difficult it was growing up in a black neighborhood because of the way the black kids treat her. I said, honey, I'm, you know, American black. And it was hard for me, too, because I think that I think that we see this in, in many different subsects regardless of what the racial breakdown is, that when you're different, it's just it's just difficult, unfortunately, and I think maybe it's a little different for this generation growing up right now, you know, kids growing up right now, they seem to embrace difference a little bit better than for those of us who grew up in the 80s and 90s more so. I think there is more of a focus on, um, uh, uh, you know, conformity. I think now difference is accepted a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, but how do I deal with it? I, I, you know, I I focus and gravitate towards people who appreciate and understand me for me. And I definitely do not allow other people to define what it is for me to be, you know, a black American, my blackness, my Africanness, whatever that may be. And, and I know that's not necessarily like, you know, the fountain <laughs> of knowledge type of answer, but I really just think that it, it's great to find people who we can relate to and actually dialogue and flush these these ideas out with. Because I have a whole group of sister friends and we're, we don't have the same experiences or upbringings at all. We don't have the same definition of what it is to be Black, but I think we just try to define who we are and not define, you know, Blackness, It it, it is what it is, and I think it's what we make it. And I definitely appreciate you calling in. And if you ever want to chat some more, you know, just hit me up on Twitter, shoot me an email, thewayofanoa.com, or call in again. Appreciate you so much. Um, So, just talking a little bit, if you guys want to call in, I'm here, call in. Um, But just want to talk a little bit, just just like I said, I just want to give it just a little activist shout out to what has been going on. So, here in Atlanta, um, Black Lives Matter Atlanta, and then other organizations. They basically did a citizens action at city council yesterday because the city of Atlanta and the mayor are trying to tear down this large um, homeless shelter and they want to build a first responder, some type of station. Um, Which, you know, not saying that that's not necessary, but to displace the homeless to build this other public service, you know, facility, it's a very, and it's not like that there's a clear plan to replace. The shelter that's being removed. So, I mean, so I thought that was just a good example of people not, you know, combining the activists. Everyone's like, oh, people are always protesting. Well, they showed up, they gathered the people and they showed up and, 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 you know, council chambers were packed yesterday. Um, And then in Birmingham, there was an organization, there was a a protest and support organized for some some high school students who actually um, ran into some issues at school. I think one of the young women had a it was either a Black Lives Matter shirt or a Trayvon Martin shirt, Some, something something representing, you know, something um, conscious and cultural. And they supported, you know, kind of the kids doing their own type of uh, protest action at the high school. This is in Birmingham. So just a little bit, you know, I kind of try and keep and see what's going on. And then um, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, also here in Atlanta, um, shout out to students from Kennesaw State University. Kennesaw State University not only has been very active, Around issues involving undocumented students and um, the situation with tuition, with, um, with them being eligible for in-state tuition, but students recently were protesting the new president. The new president of um, Kennesaw State is one of the architects, basically behind our own, you know, anti-fill-in-the-blank um, laws. He's—he's—he's he's, he's a, for lack of a better term, he's a bigot. Um, and, and he was installed as president of Kennesaw State, which has, again, like I said, they're, they're, it's 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 insane um, that this man has is, is, is been made president, and the students organized and galvanized, and a, a lot of, some of the folks involved were very involved, you know, with organizing for Bernie Sanders, not saying that only the people who organized for Bernie Sanders are the ones who are organizing these protests, but, you know, there's some overlap there, uh, some good people involved. So, I just, like I said, I just want to give you just a quick highlight. Um... On, on those two things. And then the the the, the final thing I want to talk about, like the final the final two pieces. Um, one involves education and this is also domestic violence awareness month. So those are the two things that I'm ready to shift to right now. Um, Edwalk, if you guys have seen the hashtag if you're on Twitter or on, I don't know if they're using it on Facebook too, but if you've seen the, the, the hashtag on Twitter, um Edwalk right now in New York, um, this is day three. This is the end of day three of Ed, Education Walk. Um, happening in New York state, uh, there are, let me get my, my notes up cause I have notes about this so I can get this right. Um, just want to give a shout out to and, and sorry, um, and, 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 and uh, uh, the Justice uh, Alliance and many others who are engaged and involved in this. And um, this is the 10th anniversary of the campaign for fiscal equity Court court decision. Um, a few years ago, because the budgeting crisis, they had a freeze on funding. But basically, and actually, this walk has been happening. I think when I saw that, this walk started in like 2003. Actually, it's the 10th anniversary of a, of, a, of a court case um, against the state of New York about um, disproportionate funding for 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 predominantly, you know, students of color across the state of New York. Um, there's some really great pictures and stuff. Uh, if you can, you can, I've tweeted out links to, to support, you know, some of the organizers in their walk, but people are actually walking. I mean, this is something that's done annually, but um, they're demanding that, you know, the governor, Governor Cuomo and 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 the other bureaucrats in Albany actually make sure that schools are probably funding, I think, I think it's a tune of like $3 billion approximately is actually owed to these schools. Um, and this is funding that they're actually entitled to already. Not funding that they're saying they should get prospectively. This is this is this is what has already been owed and has not been paid. Um, so I thought this was really interesting because I actually had never knew that this was happening. Um, and and there are nationwide education efforts going on right now, right? If you look at the ballots, if you look at what's happening as we go, we're so focused. There's such a hyper focus on the presidential election cycle, right? Um, and I just mentioned Governor Cuomo, who is a, a, a huge supporter of Secretary Clinton. You know, we, we have another wonderful champion of education in Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, another Clinton supporter. Um, you know, I, 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 we, you really, I really encourage everyone to look at. I just saw something in California. There's like. I, I don't know if it was like 15. I forget how many propositions are on the ballot for California coming up. But there are a lot of things coming up in this election cycle. We have approximately a month until we all vote nationwide. And, you know, here in Atlanta, we have opportunity school districts, which would give the governor, our Republican governor, uh, control over, quote unquote, failing schools. Um, So there are a lot of things happening right now across the country that are affecting our daily lives that address the local level. We're so focused or we're trying to shut it all out and not listen, but I encourage you, I implore you to become aware of what is pending where you are, or if you have family members, right, and you want to you want to do a little extra, at least help make sure they're aware of what's happening where they are, right? Because if you at least can do that much, that creates a few more informed, educated, involved voters who were then able to go out there and make a difference when they go to the voting booth versus people who don't know what's going on because they've been so busy either paying attention to the dumpster fire or ignoring the dumpster fire, but they overlook some real meaningful changes that are coming down the pipeline. North Carolina, you have a major governor's race going on in North Carolina. Um, Apparently, McCrory, the the idiot governor, with HB HB2 you know there's a, there's a big push to not only re- re- repeal HB2 and everyone focuses on the transgender bathroom aspect which yes is absolutely egregious but in that bill there are also very detrimental employment law provisions labor issues that are also in there so the entire thing just absolutely needs to be repealed um and a, a recent polling showed that the uh, his democratic challenger Um, was actually up six points so if you're in North Carolina you know that's that's a race to pay attention to also to see who else is on the ballot and whether the issues are on the ballot Um, I was actually in North Carolina this past weekend visiting the grandparents and there there were there were several commercials on the radio for different things going on locally but one thing that was really cool when I was there was that uh, the board their their County Board of Elections had actually sent them out a guide for people who, who were running for judge right And and at least if you could talk to people, again, if you could talk to people about at least like who are the people who are running, where are they running for, what is the breakdown? That helps make the big difference because this dumpster fire, regardless of what your personal opinion is of what's going on with the national election, you know, the presidential election, that is actually something that's really necessary and needed. And we need to make sure that people are aware of who to vote for, where they need to be voting. I mean, we can't check out of this process. Even if you don't think, you don't care, just burn it all down. At least help engage others, make help engage others, help them make a good decision. I mean I hope you're not, you know, complete nihilist anarchist mode. You know this this isn't this, this is this might not be the situation we were hoping for, you know, coming out of the primary, but hey, we're here and we gonna make some lemonade, right? We're gonna do what we gotta do. So the ed walk wrong way. <laughs> it's like looking in the mirror, and everything's backwards. But Ed Walk is absolutely, I mean, this is citizen action. And like I said, if you if you are on Twitter, follow Zakia, I'm sorry. She she is posting, her and her son are walking among many, many others, many other educators and, and parents and teachers alike. Um, shout out to Catherine Bresler with um People for Burning. Kat teaches, I think Kat teaches second grade. I can't remember. Kat does so much. Um, but she, with people for Bernie, Cat is also taking part in Edwalk. Walk. I mean, th- there are a lot of people out there grinding and stuff. And, and this, this, this is this is we talk about revolution, right? We talk about revolution. We talk about political engagement. We talk about building out the possibilities, building out the tools and resources necessary for a better tomorrow. These are the type of endeavors and initiatives that we're talking about. This is what actually changes things on the local level and it impacts our daily lives. Not electing somebody to sit in that White House. I mean, I hear everybody about how awful Don I hear you. I hear you. I do. I do. I listened to it all weekend from the grandparents. They had MSNBC on all weekend. I, I, I understand. But... We need to be active and engaged and aware of what's going on in our communities, around our communities, and what's going on at the state level. Cause this is absolutely part. This is an issue. The state of New York for over for, for over a decade has not adequately funded communities and school, schools schools and communities of color. That is a problem. That is absolutely a problem. So the the, the other the other issue, a bit of activism I want to talk about was um well, actually I guess I had two more, so, but I'll try to get to the other, one. but but this, this one is really important to me. Um, Free Brescia, Brescia, um, this young woman, like I said, is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I'm reading, like I said, because I want to make sure I get this right, um, but, but this young woman was, she's basically um, being held in juvenile detention in, I think it's Trimble County, Ohio, Um, This case is, is heartbreaking Um, from the facts that we have, uh, she, she killed her father, protecting her mother um, and herself. And, and we, 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 we see cases um, where, where children where family members, where women are put in positions where they have to defend themselves because they're dealing with abuse. Now, I remember reading an article earlier on where, where this, this deceased family said, that, oh, they're making it up. That's not true. We never heard of any abuse. I, it's so disheartening that we, we are so willing to just dismiss the possibility of what someone could have been going through. Right. By all accounts, this is not a young woman who, who in young woman this is a child. She's 14. She's younger than my own daughter. Um, you know, this is, this is not a young woman who, who I keep saying young woman because the charges, right. And the way she's being treated. Um, um, but she's a little girl. She's a teenager. And, and this is not just something that, that, that from my all accounts, about her character, about who she is, about what she was doing, that she would just, you know, haul off and just kill somebody. I mean, it, it, it's it's more likely than not that the extenuating circumstances that have been discussed were present when this happened. And she has been, um, she's facing a charge of aggravated murder for defending herself and family against the unrelenting terror and abuse for father. And when I was thinking about this when I was driving home, right, domestic violence and like I said, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Because a lot of times people are like, why didn't you call the police, or why didn't you do this? You know, people say they'll they'll change or they won't do this or whatever, or it's unpredictable. You know, if you're living in a constant state of fear because you never know what could. Because this is the thing: people try to look at domestic violence. People try to look at the aggression inflicted on others as if it's some rational, rational, predictable thing that can be. You can go down a checklist and in a lot of situations you can't you know and, and who knows what what actually was going on in the household who knows why the mom made the decisions that he made? who knows but what we do know is that this little girl we do know that Brisha is sitting in a juvenile detention center she is facing charges of, of aggravated um, like I said I got a little girl this month. She's just a little younger than my own daughter she's facing aggravated murder charges. There, there's some discussion about whether or not they'll even charge her as an adult, like her whole life, her whole future. And she did what she thought she should do in that moment. Right? And she should be getting therapy. She should be be, be, be sheltered with love and support right now. And instead she has to sit in juvenile detention and fend for herself. Um, so there is a, there's a WordPress site that's set up. I just I tweeted out earlier, I'll tweet it out again. Um, Has several different articles and stuff about her. But what I wanted to talk about is that there's a day of action tomorrow and she has a court hearing on Thursday. So there's a day of action tomorrow and Thursday. Use the hashtag, hashtag free, F-R-E-E, Bresha, B-R-E-S-H-A. and, 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 you know, people are writing open letters to the prosecutors. People are writing open letter. People are writing her letters, sending her love and support. Um, actually, there is a book list set up if you would like to go online and send her a book to read. Um, you could also attach a little note, like, you know, stay strong, little sister, or something like that. But um, the actions of solidarity that are being there, you can check the list to see if there's a, a solidarity action being planned near you. But you can take direct action. By organizing a direct action event, you can donate to to to, to the defense fund. Um, you can sign the, the petition um, demanding that the Trumbull County Prosecutor Janice Watkins drop the charges and free her now. You can send her letters of encouragement. I would say do this if you if you do anything else on the list. I would say do this as well. Don't don't just do like I say. Send her a letter and do any of that other stuff too, because that you know can you imagine what that would be like to have that overwhelming support from people? Like, wow. Cause, cause I can only imagine what she's going through right now. And I saw a, a mention earlier that she, that, that she might've been on suicide watch. Um, you know, the, the, there's so much out there. We, we have these academic conversations about Black Lives Matter and and how young women, young black women are are more likely to be criminalized and penalized in the justice system than their white counterparts. And we have all these, you know, academic conversations about this stuff, but this is real life that's happening for this young woman, for this little girl, this teenager. I keep saying young woman, but, but she's 14. Like She's only 14. I look at my fourth, my my 15 year old comes and cuddles up on my lap still right, and giggles. She probably does the same thing with her mom, but she can't right now. Um, you can also educate communities about the criminalization of black girls and survivors of domestic violence. Like I said, this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And, it, and, and, and it, it's disheartening to see that there aren't more of the domestic violence organizations have not rallied around her and her cause. And often we see that, right? We, we see this oftentimes, you know, black women and our issues we're supposed to help everybody else we're supposed to get out the vote we're supposed to do this, we're supposed to leave, we're supposed to leave the charge and so often when it involves us, very few people are standing there with us. So I implore you all to definitely check out the website and see what else is there um, and spread the word. Like I said, I'll tweet I'm a tweet I'm, a, I'm tweeting this out again right now um, because I think this is really important and I definitely think that we need to pay attention to, I mean, we we see the names, we see the hashtags and we're so quick and so ready to jump on stuff. You know, oh my God, there's been another, another shooting of a black man, but we have this young black woman, this black girl, child, teenager, whose life we can save right now, whose innocence can be preserved, right? Whose future we can invest in We absolutely need to do what we can, however we can. So I, myself, along with my girl child, will be definitely writing an open letter to the prosecutor and sending little sister some words of encouragement as well. That's that's the least we can do. And I know we all work, we all have other things, but at least you can do that much. The least you can do is sign a petition, share the information, send a letter. That's the least we can do. So moving on, the last bit of activism other update I saw from, oh, excuse me, that's some tacos. <laughs> that's some tacos. Uh, injustice boycott starting December fifth, twenty sixteen. Um, Sean Sean King has written. We've talked about this. Sean King has written a series of pieces about, um, you know, what to do, how to how to engage around this issue. You know, police violence has been gripping the nation. Um, you know, and so he put forth a piece on the 30th about basically laying out his plan about the need for long-term, basically looking at the almost looking at the 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 Montgomery bus boycott as a model, as an example for boycotting, you know, an issue of a successful example. Um, and 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 this is what the outcomes be. You know, you can go to the website, you can sign up, to join the boycott, and find out more information. Um, but but the, but the idea is that sustained protests can lead to meaningful action and change. And my thought always is that as of voting, as of petition drives and and, and and actual outrage and outcries and protests, like this type of stuff is a tool to be used in conjunction with other, other stuff. So I definitely encourage people to, to check out the article. I'll get ready to tweet that out as well. Um, but go check out the website and just, just read more and see what the plan is overall. Um, and then it's a tool. It's a tool to be used to be leveraged. So on your on your local level with organizing and engaging in activism, see who's already doing some of the work and the issues. This issue particularly about police violence. See who's already working in your community. Do you have a local ACLU chapter working on something? Do you have a Black Lives Matter chapter working on something? Do you have a Surge chapter? S U R J. Look it up. Do you have showing up showing up for racial justice? I think that's right. Um, look and see who's already starting to work and can you lend and add value? You don't necessarily have to always recreate the wheel, right? There might be something else already going. So, so definitely check out this website and see what's going, see what's going on. And then if you like it, if you think that it fits with your personal philosophy and what needs to happen, share it. Get other people in your community involved and engaged. Maybe start an injustice together team, right? Your your block or your neighborhood, and 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 I really do think that that the idea of having sustained boycotts, having very specific targeted boycotts, along with outreach in, to your city council, to to those decision makers and policy makers in your community who would be directly responsible for making these decisions, for changing you know the rules of engagement, use of force. Um, If if this is a great segue into, if you have not, if you didn't get a chance to see Friday and you haven't seen it yet, check out our panel that we had um, last Friday, uh, Police Violence and Systemic Racism. Um, We had Michael J. Wood Jr. and we also were joined by Dr. Karen Johnson. And this is some of the stuff that we talked about in terms of use of force and and how to... um, how do we address these issues and what Sean has laid out is, is I think a good piece of the overall strategy. I think our overall strategy has many different pieces and I think this is where he felt that he could add value. I don't mean to speak for him. Um, and he's a very busy dude. But maybe one day we can grab him and, and bring him back on. I mean, he's been on with Ben. We have a caller going and come through. So I'll wait for that caller to connect. But, but, but last Friday, we had a we, we we had that piece. It was great. Definitely check it out and see. You know, it's about a little over 90 minutes. Well, just about 90 minutes. But um, but it was a really good, robust conversation, and and you'll be very impressed with our with our guests from Friday. And then we'll have the next one on next Friday. The, the 14th. We're doing these on Friday evenings um, two about spacing them out about two weeks. Um, but I definitely think that Injustice Together, it's another initiative. It's definitely something to check out. Um, I will tweet out the link to, to Sean's article that actually explains it in more detail. Um, so yeah, so that that's, that's, that's my little bit of an activism, activism roundup. You know, just 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 shine the light on some things that I thought that were going on that I saw that was really great because again, no matter what happens in November Um, no matter who you're supporting and voting for, we have to do what needs to be done in our local communities. I mean, on a state level, and I I think it's great that we have these national voices, we have these national partnerships and coalitions, but at the same time, you know, what, what, what might get whittled down in a national agreement, a cookie cutter, one size fits all approach is not gonna work. What is working or what would work in Atlanta it might work in Birmingham because they're right next door. It might not. But it's not necessarily going to be what works in Milwaukee. What works in Milwaukee is not necessarily going to work, you know, in, in Phoenix. I mean, and vice versa. You know, when we start looking at, sub, you know, suburban and rural communities, what works, you know, back in Charleston, West Virginia. This is actually interesting. I saw a um, I saw that the Charleston, because I used to live in West Virginia, I saw the Charleston. Caller, hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? And a comment or question.
2: Hi, Noah. My name is Mike, and I'm calling from Texas.
0: Hey, Mike. How are you doing this evening?
2: I'm doing great, and I love your show, and I know it's going to blow up huge because you're fantastic, and your your spirit is going to connect with people.
0: Awesome. Thank you. So what can I do
2: for Um, you tonight? Oddly, both my wife and I heard of you in separate ways. I ha- I found you through the Ben Dixon show, um, okay. and I was talking about something that you said to my wife, and I said, uh, I'm watching this new show called The Way with Anoa, and she said, Anoa? Anoa Changa? And she knew you through your social media stuff, um, because I guess you're a bit active on Facebook and Twitter. Is that correct?
0: Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs>
2: Okay. Um, well, I don't do Facebook at all, so I only know you through the show, but she, she subsequent to that, has reported posts to me that you're, you're responsible for. So she follows you with interest in that way. Oh, I follow sweet. you with interest well, in this her. way. I um, and I don't know if you happen to know anything about a bit of a social media setback that progressivism may be experiencing right now, and I wondered if you would comment on it. Um, she's, she belongs to a number of Facebook pages. Um, And I don't need to name them, um, but one that's been quite active and very committed to Bernie Sanders for a long time. Um, A number of people are being kicked off of now, Bernie supporters. And the rumor going around, and I can only – I don't have any substantiation for this. This is just rumor. Um, The rumor is that the page has been bought by Correct the Record and that this is happening to uh, progressive sites all over through Facebook. The Correct the Record is simply giving monetary compensation to admins of these progressive web pages and then coming in and trying to turn the pages into pro-Hillary web pages. And I don't know if you know anything about that or if you can comment on it or if it's complete complete news to you.
0: Um, okay, so what I will say, thank you again. Thank you and your wife. for, for, for I appreciate it so much. It's always great to hear people actually um, – Just I went to when I went to People Summit in June. It was so weird to meet people in Chicago from all over who would actually like, "Hey, I know you." I said, "Really? Why? Why do you know me?" But then, so so, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, in terms of the Facebook stuff, so I do know there are some kooky things going on with Facebook and Twitter, and I was going to mention this. Um, soon in the future not-so-distant future, we will be rolling out, you know, some alternatives for people to consider using through Media Revolt, um, which is our parent, you know, umbrella organization for Podcast Revolution and your podcast. And, and, and you know, uh, shout-out to Michael Solomon and the rest of our team. Um, so so we, we, we will have some alternatives at some point in time for people, you know, if we're, we're concerned about some of the hookiness. And this actually brings me to the story of today about Yahoo. Apparently Yahoo and had been um, – has been in cahoots with, 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 with surveilling your mail, your, your email and stuff, which Google actually does the same thing. Um, so so it really does raise issues and concerns with national security, but that's, that's, that's getting off topic for this conversation. So do I know for, do I have any factual information? I do not. I would not be surprised, though, if this is happening. And I would say a few things, that either you have people who decided they are going to be Hillary volunteers, campaign volunteers, who ran those pages? There were some pages, so we, so I run a couple of Facebook pages and Facebook groups too. Um, most of them directly related to to the to, to this Bernie Sanders, and so we we did see issues where people were being booted off and groups were being converted um, because they had been infiltrated by by Clinton supporters. And actually, this happened you know to some extent before the primary was even over, but but we've seen it happening. There are quite a few people who actually support Jill Stein, and the green the groups went green. But, um, but, so we did see that happen. We, we, we have been flooded. So I am an admin on African Americans for Bernie page and People of Color for Bernie. And so we have been flooded with requests um, from people volunteering for the Hillary Clinton campaign about why we need to be advocating for her and publishing information. So I do know there are attempts. I have been told by an unnamed source that, that there are certain organizations that want um, the African Americans for Bernie page, for example. So I do know there is some type of business out there that is involved with that. I don't know the specifics, and I don't have an actual source to cite, but anecdotally, I do know there is some hokiness that's going on with the pages. I do know that there are some pages where they feel that the constant barrage of anti-Clinton comments have been um, a detractor, so they've gotten rid of those people if you're overly critical of Hillary Clinton, um, I actually unfollowed one of the pages, um, not because I, I, I understand what pages have to do for the sake of their own personal administration, but I think when you have grown a page and grown a, a group and you've decided to like completely change to all of a sudden get rid of those people that have been with you is odd. But um, I, I encourage people who social media is is a weird place, but it, it's a great place. But it's a weird place as well. It's, it's a it's a very seventh grade mean girl cafeteria place. But I but I really do encourage everyone if you do find a safe space. I mean, you know, you and your wife can always come join us on, in our Progressive Army. We have a Progressive Army discussion group on Facebook. Um, you know, that's a space where we're trying to encourage discussion, encourage people to come and like share. But but share and discuss because we really actually want to promote good, robust discussion. If you have friends who are conservative, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be anti Hillary to be in spaces. I mean, I'm not necessarily anti Hillary, I'm not pro Hillary. I'm just, I'm kind of agnostic to quote Wendy Muse, <laughs> I'm agnostic on this subject. But yes, I do know that there have been some weird things going on with the Facebook pages. I mean, it's a hot commodity because especially a lot of these burning group pages in particular or progressive groups, people really put in a lot of time and effort and worked very hard for Cinder Sanders. And the, the, the idea, the thought was that we would just turn it all over to support Hillary Clinton. And that's not happened. I mean, when you grow thousands, tens of thousands, you put in all that extra hour. And, you know, as volunteers, we worked, we worked you know, on our own, we were self-directed, we were self-motivated, and we were unpaid. Um, and we worked very hard, so to just turn over anything. And some of the stuff I've received on African Americans for Bernie and people coming for Bernie have been very condescending and rude, and and it's just like, you all really don't know. So we see, the, we see the different pieces placed in the media about how millennials need to do this. I got an email actually today from DFA about how it is uh, it, the, the fate of the free world rests on the Rest on the votes of progressives, people of color, and millennials. Huh? Who the hell decided that that was an okay thing to write? The fate of the free world? (laughs) No. You people should have voted for Bernie damn Sanders and we wouldn't have this problem right now. No, nah, but for real. I mean, it's like we have a month out. It's crunch time. I do see some changes. Sometimes, you know, you say stuff and you wonder, like, are people actually spying on me and listening to what I'm saying? Because now I've seen the Clinton campaign is actually hitting at Mike Pence, the VP presidential debates. Actually, are going to come up in, in a few minutes. Um, but but that's been my thing It's like, you know, if you, you really want to get people to vote for your ticket and against or against Bush, uh, against, against Bush, <laughs> against Trump, you need to th- start talking about how much of a disaster Mike Pence is. And, you know, I've said it before, like, that Ted Cruz would be the only candidate that could get me to vote for her. The fact that Mike Pence is possibly the brains behind the operation, that's some scary stuff, man. He, he is a super bigot. He, he might be nicer, you know, in terms of the, his verbiage than Donald Trump, but he is the big, of the, of the two of them, he's the real bigot because he has the legislative history to back it up. Um... So yes, it is hard being a progressive, and one of the one of the problem is is as long as we use the instruments of corporate America to do our activism, we will always have limitations and challenges. And it is imperative on us to not just build out and support independent media, but to build out our own platforms and opportunities for engaging and building together, because um, there are, there are different you know um, proposals. In policies and policies in play, and if things are, you know, net, that's why, you know, net neutrality was such a big deal for, you know, before, and, and just even some of the provisions within TPP, I mean, there's so much that, that rests on the ability for us to have the free exchange of information and access to things like YouTube and the internet um, to be able to engage in dialogue like this. Otherwise, you know, it, it, it limits our ability you know, to organize, mobilize, educate, and, and, and revitalize the movement, right? Like the struggle is real. So I definitely appreciate that conversation because there, I don't, like I said, I don't know for certain, but it wouldn't have surprised me because Corrective Records' entire purpose is propaganda. Um, propaganda, promote, and, and it's one thing to promote your candidate. But correct the record through their little trolls. I mean, I'm sure many of you, if you're if you're if you're if you're on Twitter in particular, you've you've experienced, you can spot them out of the way. They're they're not very educated. And not not that I'm educated turn to book smart, but educated about the issues, educated about you know what's going on. They don't really have much of that. They 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 are all over the place and they can't make a valid point, right? So so there's a lot of stuff going on. So I would not be surprised if Corrective Record has somehow, you know, gathered up some of these pages because that's prime real estate. If you have a if you have a a a, a page that you grew to like 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people, you know, that's that's a huge reach, right? If you ever look at some of these pages and how many likes and shares they get, that's huge and that's easy. So and a lot of people are engaging. I mean, digital media, digital activism, digital organizing in and of itself is not the only thing, but I think when, especially when you're talking about so many of us who trying to get people over to the other side, because you may, you, you people may have noticed the past few months, some of your favorite pages start posting like really weird stuff, you are like, huh, what, why, why, so it's, 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 it's been a process, but it's something, but it's not going, this, this is a new, we're entering a new age, and we're going to have to be more vigilant than error, ever, ever. So I'm actually training. I'm telling the kids on their breaks they need to learn how to start making apps and stuff so we really can start having our own stuff because this is crucial. I mean, you know, we already see issues with Twitter and with Facebook censoring information, censoring hashtags, censoring trending topics. Um, We've seen Google doing this. Well, Google runs it all, right? So, So, yeah. So that is pretty much the roundup for tonight. You know, we have the VP debate coming up. Uh, in like five, 10 minutes. Um, and I believe there will be post debate coverage tonight, courtesy of the Benjamin Dixon Show. Awesomeness. Been in the crew, always bringing. Hopefully, my microphone and camera will work this evening, so I'll be able to join in as well. But um, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to welcome my, my producer, Mr. David, on
3: screen, real quick. Hey, all. I'm usually back here, don't show my face at all. Sometimes you see me on Ben's show occasionally, but I wanted to pop in and just promote and Noah, it sounds better coming from somebody else. And Noah shared with us that, uh, back in the uh, backstage area with Progressive Army that her grandparents bought some of her merchandise. And I just thought that it would be cool to show it off a little bit. I plan on buying some, no pressure to anybody else, but I, in case no one knew that it was available, I wanted to, uh, if I can get it up here real quick. There it is. So, if yeah, you go to... They're, a,
0: they're excited about it, too. It's, <laughs> on their, it's
3: on their counter. So, if you it's go to the the com, there are links for merchandise, just like on a, a, a bunch of our friends' sites. Michael Salamone, Ben has Ooh. one, I believe. And you can get gear if you want to show off who you listen to. And it's just another way if you uh, want some merchandise and... Uh, you, you want to show off your support um, separately from Patreon or anything else, it's just another way that you can uh, can can do so. So I just thought that it might sound better coming from somebody <laughs> that supports it but isn't her herself. But that's it from me. Back to you, Anoa.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you so much, David. Uh, David's awesome. Round of applause for David. I don't have an applause machine like Ben does. We're going to give him a round of applause. This we used to do it when I was in English class. My teacher had you could when you did something really great, you could pick you know one of the goofy applauses off the thing. And so, round we'd all do a round of applause when someone shared. But anyway, um, just 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 to close out, you know, there's a lot that we can do. Like I said, I've gotten in discussion with people. I don't tell people who to vote for. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I appreciate the people. Most of you don't tell me who to vote for or what to do. You've, I think you've learned by now. I spent the weekend with my grandparents, and they try to tell me who to vote for and what to do, but, but we, we found common ground on the fact that we cannot continue to lay down and allow our state and local elections to be relatively unattended. I mean, we have such abysmal turnout at the state and local level. Same thing with midterm elections. We have to be active, engaged, and involved always and forever going forward. Whatever you decide to do at the national level, just make peace with your decision and make it happen. Check out the VP debate. VP debates don't necessarily make or break, break it, but they can, they, they can shed light into um, the campaign, into the the, 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 the the two sides. But also what's awesome that's happening is the Green Party, a John VP candidate on the Green Party ticket, will be crashing, will be occupying the debate tonight, courtesy of Democracy Now!, so definitely check that out. If you don't want to watch the two... Uh, uh, what regular mayo and olive oil mayo (laughs) there's a great picture on twitter I tweeted out earlier it's hilarious but if you don't want to watch them too I'm out this has been with The Way of Noah. thank you very much see ya
1: The Way